of Sheridan's webpage. As residents of Sheridan County, your feedback will help identify concerns the project team can focus on and address when determining improvements. We look forward to your input in helping YDOT continue to make Sheridan a great community to live in. Your search for office supplies starts right here at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We've stocked our office supply department with supplies that meet your everyday work challenges. Our online store at SheridanCommercial.com where you can explore and discover exclusive deals and compare prices with a few clicks. So whether you prefer the in-store experience at 303 Broadway or the digital office store at SheridanCommercial.com, the Sheridan Commercial Company and office supply store is your partner, open seven days a week. Imagine standing on the summit of a remote peak, the sun coming over the horizon, or hiking to your favorite mountain lake, breathing fresh mountain air, or walking through a park on a sunny day. Exercise and recreation enliven the soul. Glazed and Confused is proud to partner with Colony Cleanup to introduce Sweet Peaks, a campaign to get a donut to the top of the highest point in every state. Why? Because we think it's cool. And it's our mission to encourage healthy living and healthy families. Because we love hiking, love donuts, and we want the world to know. Visit Glazed and Confused on Facebook to learn more. Sheridan and Johnson County estate planning lawyers are pleased to present a seminar on estate planning, free to the public and applicable to adults of all ages. The seminar will be held Saturday, October 28th, beginning at 9 a.m. at the Hub on Smith. Refreshments will be served during the breaks and a light lunch will be served at noon. People may attend some or all of the sessions. Reservations are not required but are appreciated. Please call 672-8905 for more information. See the ad in this week's Country Bounty for a list of the topics covered. Hey Sheridan, this is Brad Walden with the MV Mind Health Nonprofit, reminding you to reserve your spot at the Galley event following the Veterans Day Monster Mash. An impossible 211 mile journey former Navy SEALs, Special Forces, and professional athletes will undertake. All proceeds go to treat TBI and PTSD for first responders and veterans. You can make a difference by attending the gala Saturday, November 11th at the Sheridan Inn. 200 per ticket or 1500 per table of eight. Call me, Brad Walden, 307-461-0416 to reserve your spot. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. This morning I am joined by the Executive Director of the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter, A.J. Evans, and owner and operator of the Unleashed Foundation, Marion Eccles. Good morning, ladies. Morning, Floyd. Now, uh, who did we bring along today? Um, this is Cider. He's a six-year-old. He's probably a lab husky mix, and he's been with us since the end of May. Um, he's such a good boy in almost every way. He doesn't. He he's not so good with small children. Um, otherwise, he's good with cats, the other dogs. And he's trying to climb on AJ's lap. <laughs> he wants some he's very affectionate. He is um, he is a big boy. I think he's at least 60, 65 he's pounds. He's pretty thick, yeah. Yeah, he has the really fluffy um, husky fur, the short husky fluffy fur. And both his eyes are brown on top and blue on the bottom. That is just, that's odd, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of crazy how he's got those uh, little blue marks down yeah. at the bottom. Yeah, it's kind of a husky. Huskies commonly 
Um, you'll often see them with blue eyes. So, But there's a lot of breeds that do have the blue eyes. He just shows other traits That's of the That's incredible. Husky. I never knew that you could have kind of a oh, yeah. half and half iris like I, that. It almost looks like he's sad. I know. <laughs> I've, had, I've owned several dogs that I have a Boston Terrier that has one blue eye. That's and that's very uncommon in that breed, but so it, not good with smaller kids, but good with other animals. Yep, good with other animals. Loves people, and he loves to explore. He'd be a great, you know, yard dog, house trail dog, buddy. trail buddy. He's got he's six years old, which uh, is not quite a senior. He's at the at the prime of his life, but he has got so much energy. He walks well on a leash. And we have recently started him in the Better Canine program um, just because he's, you know, he's showing some bad behavior at the shelter. He's kind of punkin' staff yeah. where, you know, he's, you know, he's clearly, you know, unhappy. And so, you know, that always troubles us, you know, concerns us. And so that's when I start taking a closer look at what's going on. And so we... In order for him to figure out he needs to behave rather than barking all the time or mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, when a dog's institutionalized, it's hard to, um, you know, it, it's hard to, like, change the behavior without changing the, the environment. Exactly. And that's one thing that uh, I always kind of thought about whenever I'm talking to you mm-hmm. as you're taking these animals through the Better Canine program those traits that they pick up while they're at the shelter. I mean, mm-hmm. how the heck do we get rid of those while they're at the shelter? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I've I've talked about this ever since, uh, you know, even Jill Moriarty and I used to talk about this, the yeah. institutionalization yeah. of these animals. They're different once they get home. And a lot of yes. times they're better once they get home. Oh, yes. Uh, as as opposed to being at the shelter, high stress situation, high lots stress. of other dogs barking. Yeah, I mean it really kind of leads them to, you know, poor behavior, as yeah. you said before. But once you get him home, I imagine he'll probably fit right in. He will. He will. If anybody were interested in even fostering him, in order to get him out of the kennel environment, we always invite people to do that, and uh, and and that's what it is. You know, he was. Um, he was a surrender, you know, they had a, an incident with a small child. Yeah. And so that's how we know we just, it's gotta be someone, a household with 12 and over and no small children around, around or constantly monitored, you know, if he is around small children, cause you know, kids don't know, always know how to do, how to behave around a dog. But you know, once he, once a dog comes into the shelter environment, they're taken away from everything they know. You know, most of the dogs either are, are house pets. You know, they had, they lived in a home, they had their own pack, which was their human family. Maybe it included other dogs and cats. They had a yard, very likely. Um, a lot of times they were walked on a leash, you know, whatever the case may be, being put into the kennel environment just changes everything. Yeah. And a lot of them just, you know, are so fearful that they, they withdraw and uh, rely strictly on their instincts. Kind of regress, don't they? Like, they regress. Uh, regress it, some and- do, some do, not all. 
you know, and uh, if dogs have been kenneled in their life, you know, for um, like a doggy daycare yeah. or if they've been, you know, left or taken somewhere for a vacation, you know, while people are out that, you know, they understand a little bit better. But, um, you know, those dogs are often um, around other dogs who will go back to their homes. And they can be kenneled together if they have a pal that lives with them. You know, they can be kenneled with that pal. Where at the shelter, we rarely put two dogs in the same kennel, even if they came from the same household. That's a risk, isn't it? Yeah, because we don't know how they actually behave together when Mm -hmm. they were in the household. So we have to assess that. If they do okay at the shelter... um, in away from each other or next to one another, they'll still get to play together as long as it's not a negative thing. Yeah. But um, we do have the one pair that are kenneled together because uh, Merle and Melvin. Yeah, I remember Merle and Melvin. Yes, yep. your wife loves them so <laughs> much, but they 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 wilted, <laughs> if you if you will. Yeah. Um, when they were separated. So they're very much stronger and more confident together, but they came from a real negative environment. So they're real fearful of humans. But, you know, once they get outside of the kennel, they are a happy pair. Yeah. I'll just do a little boost for Merle and Melvin. If somebody ever wanted um, a, a pair of large but really sweet dogs that are just completely content hanging out in the backyard or coming into the house and hanging out. They will uh, latch on to their people, trust their people, and they will be afraid of any new people that come into their lives. And so if anybody's looking for a good but challenging relationship with dogs, I highly recommend those too because most dogs, a lot of dogs are, you know, they, they show some aggression when they're afraid, but, uh, other dogs, it's that fight or flight Yeah. and Merle and Melvin, um, they are afraid, afraid yeah. they they have never shown any ounce of aggression or lashing out. They've never shown any recoil. So, um, so anyway, that's yeah. the story about Merle and Melvin. Well, they're a cute little pair, and she does love them to death. She talks about them quite often. She worries that they're not going to end up finding that right person who has that that patience and that situation. But, yeah. uh, you know, I keep pursuing her. It'll come along. It you will. Know, it, um, the right person is out there. Now, I was, I was going to save this for later, but since you and I are talking right now, let's go ahead and just dive into, like, winter preparation mm. when it comes to sheltering my dog. We've got snow on the way. We all know it's coming anyway. So yeah. let's go ahead and talk about this. Um, what should I do to my shelter outside if, if my dog is kind of an outside animal? Well, it's important to always have um, a place where they can be shielded from the weather, the wind. You know, most of the winter winds here come from the northwest, I think. Yeah. The northwest or northeast. And um, and they, uh, <laughs> see, Cider's doing something behind <laughs> He's just checking stuff out. Okay. Um, yeah, and so if you could set up some sort of shelter, you know, at the, at the dog and cat shelter, um, AJ created some little shelters out of um, pallets. 
And they're actually, they sound kind of odd looking, but they're very aesthetically pleasing, kind of an eclectic sound. Yeah. And our look. Look. Yeah, appearance. You could even dress them up a little if you ever wanted to. Throw some paint on them. Yeah, you can make exactly. a palette into anything. Yes, <laughs> yeah. But um, those, you know, a, pa- a couple of palettes, even, you know, mostly from the wind, yeah. um, is a great idea. I mean, ideally, if bringing them into a garage or the house, whenever it's really bad, it's not easy on the dogs, you know, they get stir crazy just like we do. But, um, but if you do have, um, if you're concerned about the dog tearing up your house while you're gone, cause some dogs don't understand, you yeah, know, you're some, inside now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, or, you know, getting into things in the garage or whatever the case may be, kennel training or, or kenneling a dog is always acceptable as long, but you know, you do have to be more diligent about, you know, being home every four or five hours to check on the dog, let it out to go. If it will, if it will go outside, I have a bunch of dogs that are pansies and don't, yeah, <laughs> they don't even want to go out to the weather. Huh? No, they would hold it as they'll hold it as long as they can. <laughs> but, um, those are the biggies, you know, uh, sweaters or jackets for dogs, um, I'm not a person who dresses my dog up. I know Emmy loves to, <laughs> and it is so fun. So <laughs> many people love to dress their dogs up. Um, but putting something on them, you know, something that's that coats, mm-hmm. you know, for the dogs is always a good idea, well, especially got, your short haired dogs. We got that little archer, you know, and he's uh-huh. uh, mostly chihuahua and he's got that bare skin belly yeah. and holy cow going out and uh, just kind of wandering around the yard in that deep snow. It's just torture oh, for him. I know. So, <laughs> we got to, we got to throw a sweater on him yep, before he goes yep. outside. My Boston Terrier is the only one that gets a sweater in the house because <laughs> it's, bellies that way have you seen like a specific type of uh warmer for waterers or anything like that that would work really well my oh yeah my parents had uh like a warmer for the horses yes and the dogs would just kind of drink out of that you know yeah. because we had cow dogs they were taller they'd jump up in there and just yeah. kind of lap the the horse's water but i mean i also know a bunch of people who just put the water out yes and it's gonna freeze yes. in a matter of you know, a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, heated water bowls. Yeah. yeah. So there's heated water bowls. Um, I have large dogs at home and, uh, a client of mine, uh, turned me on to heated water buckets Oh wow! and they have the coil, you know, cord, just Dude. like the heated water bowls. If you have bigger dogs, then, you know, you know, you don't have to like refill it. The, the bowls are awesome. But I found, of course, I have a lot of dogs. But if go you go through the water pretty quickly, yeah, they do, even in the winter time. And um, and so the, the I found a two gallon at Shipton's. Everybody just heard old cider there. Trevor's laughing. <laughs> Cider's bored. <laughs> he wanted. To, he had his two cents to add there. Yes. <laughs> so right, yeah, so. the two gallon water bucket, you know, is a is a has been awesome in my world. Oh, great. And that's good to know that you can actually get larger containers for water instead of just the small ones. So if you do have to go to work and uh, you you tend to leave them outside, make sure they've got something to hide from the wind. Yeah. And make sure they've got 
heated water source. That way it doesn't freeze over yeah. while you're out doing whatever you've got to get done. Yeah. All right. On that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter right after this. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE, 103.9 FM. Sheridan. tired of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank and Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer. You're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's talk about tires. Think about snowy, icy roads ahead. Now, think about your current worn tires. How safe does that make you feel? Luckily, Midas Tire and Auto has their best tire sale on brands like Cooper, Hankook, and Toyo going on this month. Buy three tires, get one free, and up to a $100 rebate on select tires. Midas also has big savings on shocks and struts. Preparing for winter is critical. Saving money is optional, but Midas makes it easy to do both. Getting and keeping you safely on the road. Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Have you been considering buying or selling real estate? My name is Callie Munsick and I was born and raised in Buffalo. I have years of experience working as a real estate marketing consultant. Let me take my knowledge and passion for real estate to help navigate you through your real estate transaction. Call me to discuss all of your options or check us out online at buffalorealtyllc.com. Callie at Buffalo Realty, connecting people with property. Dress up your pet, take a photo, and enter it in the Petoween Photo Contest on SheridanMedia.com. You'll have a chance to win $200 in prizes from Mandy Coltisco with Century 21 BHJ Realty and Shipton's Big R. You can enter one time each day through November 2nd. So enter more than one pet and more than one time. Winner is by most votes. Petoween, presented by Shipton's Big R and Mandy Coltisco with Century 21 BHJ Realty. Enter now at SheridanMedia.com. Your search for office supplies starts right here at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We've stocked our office supply department with supplies that meet your everyday work challenges. Our online store at SheridanCommercial.com where you can explore and discover exclusive deals and compare prices with a few clicks. So whether you prefer the in-store experience at 303 Broadway or the digital office store at SheridanCommercial.com, the Sheridan Commercial Company and office supplies store is your partner open seven days a week it's time for the primary scare trick-or-treat and haunted house join us on friday october 27th from 6 to 8 p.m for a spooktacular time we'll have trick-or-treating for all ages and a haunted house for those 13 and over or with an adult it's free to the public and donations to the national leukemia foundation are welcome at the door it's a family night of fun and fright, Friday, October 27th, 6 p.m. at Shared Memorial Hospital Primary Care, 61 South Gould Street in downtown Sheridan. Can't hear him. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I'm speaking with Sheridan Dog and Cat Shelter Executive Director, uh, A.J. Evanson, the owner and operator of the Unleash Foundation, Marion Eccles. Today, they've brought along Cider, a six-year-old male retriever mix. As near as we can tell, the other part of that mix seems to be husky. He's got some 
bright blue eyes just on the bottom, but they're brown on top. It's quite unusual. Very friendly with everybody except younger children. So if you happen to have a home, you've got a new trail buddy right here who'd love to go out. And he's got a lot of energy, and he's very, very lovable. Uh, during the commercial break, he was over visiting me, and uh, he loves his belly scratches. Uh, he's a great animal for you to add to your family. Now, AJ, you just recently held the Longtimer Show on October 13th. For those who had not heard, what was this? <laughs> it was a spaghetti dinner, comedy night at the Caliph Shrine. And for me, it was the first big fundraiser we put on. And I have to say, I found it was very successful. We raised nearly $3,000. And oh, again, fantastic. thank you to Mountain Works Entertainment, who put on the comedy, and Dinah's Chiropractor, who ended up sponsoring all the food that was cooked. We, we just had a great time. And then, of course, the Unleashed Foundation uh, put on the silent auction. And I tell you what, if it hadn't been for her, I'd have probably not had it because I had my hands full putting on the event. But uh, with her putting it on, splitting the proceeds, like I said, $3,000 in our pocket that we didn't have before. I think it was a huge success. Oh, that's great to hear. And that's a pretty good size uh, amount of money for a fundraiser. Yeah, over at the I show think group. so. Now, how is that money going to be utilized? Um, mainly operations, you know, overhead. Um, as you know, our dog food is being donated by uh, Mars, and our kitty litter is being donated and uh, by World's Best Cat Litter. Oh, so all of those, you know, or laundry detergent um, by Earthbreeze, and I thank all those sponsors all the time because if it wasn't for them, you know, I wouldn't be able to give raises or, you know, of course, I don't want to say keep the lights on, but with all those animals we take care of currently 162 in total, I mean, you know, the funds, trust me, will be well used. And, and thank you to Mars for supplying that dog. Yes. Because I bought dog food yesterday. We only have three dogs, but we have to buy two separate types of dog food mm -hmm. for that. Holy cow. Dog oh, I know food it. prices yeah. are through the roof, aren't they? Yes. And I could only imagine trying to feed that many animals, mm -hmm. you know, what, two to three times a day, depending. Uh, you you guys probably go through tons of dogs, dog food every year. Yeah, we do. And so definitely thank you to Mars for donating that. And thank you to, what is it, World's Best Cat Litter? Yes. What the, thank you for that, because I can only imagine how much of that material you're going through. With 421 cats currently, you know, changing out those litter boxes every single day. We go through thousands of pounds of cat litter. <laughs> now, you talked about making some room for cats. You, you said something about a feral cat program. What do you got going on there? Actually, we're currently advertising. We have a promotion going until the end of November. Um, we initially had nine feral barn cats. And when I say feral, I mean feral. Some See, of these, these cats. These girls are wild. Yes, they are, they are like mousers. And some of them have been at the shelter for nearly five months, and we have not been able to socialize them. And some of those, they don't want to be socialized. And if you think about it, they're in a two-by-three sized kennel yeah. and they want nothing to do with you we have to lock them into a feral box that's about 18 inches by 18 inches to, just to clean out their you know kennel and feed and water them so it for me it's a humane thing to do to turn them back into the barn life 
Yeah. You know, we got to make sure because the the process to get these cats adopted out is still the same as adopting outsider over here, but we have to make sure that they go into the country. Yeah. You know, of course we, they enter the county. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, because, you know, we, we can't have you release them in the city limits. It's just against ordinance. So I had nine total cats um, that we classified as feral barn cats. I have taken one and we advertised eight and I believe we still have six left. So folks, if you need a barn cat, a mouser, I know I do, yeah. and I have one now, and trust me, he wants nothing to do with me. He just minds his own business. He's got his shelter, you know, horse tank, water. I mean, yeah. all that kind of stuff's out there, but I'm just leaving him be. They know how to take care of themselves. They, they really do. Yeah. My, my father had a barn cat. Uh, he was a little friendlier. He would at least let you pet him, but wanted nothing to do with the inside. And dad had an old horse-drawn water tank tipped over out in the field, kind of for decoration, you know, still mm -hmm. had some of the wheels on it, mm -hmm. but that's where he lived. He mm -hmm. had this huge mansion of a water tank that he could go into. Yeah. And uh, he kept those mice out of the hay shed uh, all year long. Yeah. And it was great having him on there. Uh, good cat. He was a pretty cat. But yeah, not an inside type of guy. Didn't nope. want to be around people. And uh, those are so useful in an agriculture uh, environment. So if you've got some mice, which the season's coming, folks, yeah. they're going to be looking for that grain in the barn. All you got to do is just grab one of these cats down at the shelter. You adopt it the same way, you said, but turn them loose in the barn and they'll get along just fine. And if you have to think about it, you know, those cats, they just like any other cat we have, they're spayed, neutered, microchip, vaccinated. So it's not like you turning them out and they start, you know, reproducing. Mm -hmm. And us being able to provide those feral barn cats with the lifestyle they're seeking, it allows us to open up space for the sweet cats that are, people are trying to surrender because they can't afford to keep them or they're not allowed to keep them. You know, and on our waiting list, currently, we have 37 cats to be surrendered, 18 dogs, and one hamster. So a total of 56 animals trying to come in where adoptions are still kind of slow. Yeah. So we have more animals wanting to come in than we actually adopt out. So by us, you know, getting rid, so to speak, of eight feral barn cats that are seeking that lifestyle and being able to take in eight sweet cats that we can adopt back out to, you know, indoor places. I mean, I see, you know, this is the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Very humane. Absolutely. And, yeah. and you know, the barn cat program is one that some people m might not agree with, which I don't understand why they wouldn't. Uh, these cats are, they're in the world, whether, whether you want them there or not. So you might as well, you know, adopt them out to a farmer. Or, or a ranch family who needs a cat like that, mm -hmm. hiding out in the old tax shed. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and they're doing their job. It's the same reason why sailors used to have a cat on the ship. Just mm -hmm. get rid of the mice, you yeah. know, get rid of the rats. Uh, yeah. Help clean things up out there. Yeah. They do serve a purpose. Um, all right, ladies, I have run out of time with you. If you've got one more thing, go ahead, fire away. Actually... We're getting to the end of the year here. I know nobody wants to hear it, but there is several ways you can still give. And um, have a look out for our fall newsletter. First week in November is when we are planning on sending that out. 
We have Giving Tuesday coming up November 28th. It's an online fundraiser and it's worldwide, literally. And then um, December 2nd from 11 to 3, we have Photos with Santa. Shirley McFeeders, who's been doing this for many, many, many years, will be doing it again. It's going to be out at Landon's. And then one huge, huge fundraiser coming up December 31, the 1920s Roaring New Year's Eve Gala Benefit. And that is um, Katusha and Julio with Shall We Dance. It's going to be at their ballroom. So uh, Wire Theater is selling tickets. Um, there's going to be advertising. So you know which number to contact if you don't want to go down there. So this is going to be hopefully the Big Bang fundraiser yeah. at the end of the year. And uh, we're really, really looking forward, you know, to having these people I mean, all the proceeds are going to the shelter. You know, we are the beneficiary of the event, and they're just out there doing all they can to support our animals. And uh, I know how I'm going to be bringing in my new year this year. All right. <laughs> Ladies, I want to thank you so much for coming in today and bringing a little cider with all you. All right. Thanks, uh, I guess boy. I shouldn't say little. I He's know. He's pretty good dog. <laughs> all right. When we come back, we're going to speak with Impact 307. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. There it is. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, Unleashed Foundation is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Sheridan College presents the UW Collegiate Chorale, performing music from the Americas this Thursday, October 26th at 7 p.m. in Kinnison Hall at the Whitney Center for the Arts. Comprised of the finest choral singers at the University of Wyoming, this concert will feature works by Aaron Copeland, Elaine Hagenberg, Andre J. Thomas, and others. Tickets available now at sheridan.edu slash arts or by calling the WCA box office at 675-0360. Moss Holders wants you to enjoy your mornings again. So through this Saturday, all mattresses are on sale. Once you've found your favorite BD Rest or Serta mattress, take advantage of special bonus buys and receive extra savings on all sheet sets, brand new pillows, and all adjustable foundations. With 19 mattresses to choose from, you're sure to find the one that fits you best. In stock or special order, Moss Holders has the options to help you improve your sleep and make your mornings more enjoyable. That's Moss Holders Mattress Sale, going on now. Moss Holders, furniture is our passion. It's time for the Caleb Shrine's Tunnel of Terror, if you dare. Thursday, October 26th, from 6 to 8 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, October 27th and 28th from 6 to 10. All ages are welcome, but younger children should be accompanied by an adult. At only $5 per person or $20 for the whole family, it's a spooktacular time. October 26th through the 28th, 145 West Laux, the Caleb Shrines. Tunnel of Terror, if you dare. 
I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. Or should I say, howdy, hi. Uh, what? Do you know that I've been told it sounds like I'm saying howdy, hi, instead of Tommy, hi? Honestly, I kind of like the sound of that better. Uh, howdy, hi. I like the sound of that, too. Well, come say howdy, hi to our new showroom at Sheridan Power Sports. We'll be giving away oil changes, accessories, and $500 in chamber bucks to celebrate our remodel. No purchase necessary. Just stop in, say hi, and enter to win. Say howdy, hi to the team at Sheridan Honda and Power Sports and enter for your chance to win. Your search for office supplies starts right here at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We've stocked our office supply department with supplies that meet your everyday work challenges. Our online store at SheridanCommercial.com where you can explore and discover exclusive deals and compare prices with a few clicks. So whether you prefer the in-store experience at 303 Broadway or the digital office store at SheridanCommercial.com, the Sheridan Commercial Company and office supply store is your partner open seven days a week good morning and welcome back to public pulse proudly brought to you by first federal bank and trust i'm floyd whiting sheridan impact 307 presents a challenge to potential entrepreneurs to compete with like-minded contestants and earn a chance to make a dream come to fruition by participating in the startup challenge the 7th Annual Startup Challenge deadline to apply was all the way back in September. Now, I am joined this morning by Sheridan Impact 307 Director Scott Rendall. Good morning, sir. Welcome back to the show. Good morning, Floyd. Now, uh, how many applications did you get this year, if you can just reach back to your memory on that? And I know it was a little while ago. Yeah, it was. It's gone really fast this fall, but uh, we did open the application period back in August, and I was on Public Pulse in early September, and the applications were still coming in. We ended up with 35 applicants, so it was a really good response from our community once again this year. Oh, that's great. 35. 35, yeah. What's the most you've ever received to memory? So last year, we actually got uh, 61. Oh, my goodness. um, there was uh, a number of applications that came in from Buffalo High School. Um, some of them did it as a class project, but some were very, very serious about the challenge. And we had a finalist from Buffalo High School last year. And so a big chunk of, I think, 24 of the applications came from Buffalo last year. Now, the deadline was September 18th. Uh, a lot of time has passed from then to now. What's happened? Yeah, good good question. So we had uh, the judges review all of the applications and they got it down to the top 10 that they wanted to hear a little bit more information on. So we brought them in at the very end of September to present kind of a a five slide overview, just a real brief presentation where the primary um, purpose is to have the the judges give the, the opportunity to ask questions. And so each of the 10 got to present sort of their idea live Um, talked about the application a little bit, the judges asked their questions, and then from that process, it was narrowed down to the five finalists that will be pitching on November 1st. Uh, Scott, are you, uh, you're not one of the judges. I am not. No, I am completely impartial on this because I'd like to uh, help all of the applicants. We eventually reach out to all 35 and say, do you want to come back in for, for counseling uh, we want to help you start your business. We bring in our sister organization, the uh, Wyoming Small Business Development Center, because they have a lot of great a- um, resources that uh, can be uh, applied towards uh, business startup and getting more information on what they're proposing. So we we try to meet with everyone. This is our main outreach recruiting event for the year to develop a whole bunch of um, 
uh, new clients for our, our, our program. Now, and, and that's something that I just want to touch on with you real quick, because we do, you know, we all know about the startup challenge and, and the big pitch night that we'll talk about here in a little bit. But just so folks know, Impact 307 is there to help any budding entrepreneur, correct? Yeah, that's correct. So Impact 307, just to remind everybody, is a statewide business incubator program. And so we have locations across the state, uh, physical incubators in Laramie, Casper Sheridan, and Cheyenne. And then we have um, some virtual uh, counseling and advising in all corners of the state. So we have a representative in the Southwest and uh, Green River, actually. We have somebody based in Lander. We have uh, a person based in Cheyenne. And then uh, we have outreach to... to, uh, Program. Uh, we have outreach to communities such as uh, Park County in um, in in the Cody Powell area, and then also in Gillette. We just had a training boot camp in Gillette on Friday, and so we are trying to touch all of the entrepreneurs across the state. And we're primarily interested in identifying those that are have an innovative, growth-oriented idea that can be incubated across a number of steps to kind of get them going. We typically don't do mom and pop type. Uh, operations like food trucks, that kind of thing, but we can get them resources. And so we encourage them to apply. And then I immediately uh, find resources for them to kind of fill out their business plan and to uh, hopefully make progress on getting their business launched as well. And that's one thing that I really want people to understand. The Startup Challenge is a fantastic event every single year that really gives uh, a couple individuals kind of that foot up. But it's not the only thing Impact 307 does. So if you, maybe you forgot to apply this year, maybe the deadline came and went before you knew it, but you have got a great idea, you can contact Scott Rendell down at Impact 307, and you guys can begin the process of going forward and seeing just exactly where you can take your dream. Right now, though, when it comes to the Startup Challenge, we're getting close to pitch night. Scott, can you remind us what pitch night is? So pitch night is the culmination of our annual challenge competition. So it starts with the application period. As I mentioned, it gets narrowed to the 10 semifinalists that we have. Then out of that process, we get five finalists, and they actually do a public pitch event. We have it at the YO Theater. This will be the seventh year that we've done it. And so we have really, uh, over the years, uh, been able to start a lot of new businesses and try to develop a lot of business ideas that our area folks have come up with. We have a very entrepreneurial, resourceful community. And so Pitch Night uh, is at the Wyo Theater. It's on November 1st. It's at 530. The public is invited. It's a completely free event. You get to hear five outstanding uh, finalist entrepreneurs that will present their plans. Our judging panel will then evaluate those, and we'll pick three winners that will actually be um, – eligible to get uh, funding out of our $100,000 seed fund. So that's kind of an overview of it. We've been doing this for several years. It's a pretty well-known event. And uh, like I said before, it's our main recruiting activity for new client uh, flow throughout the year. Now, when it comes to uh, folks coming in, watching pitch night, there's actually an audience choice award. Uh, How do they participate in that? The Audience Choice Award is something we've come up with as an organization. We do this all across the state, and it just helps generate interest in our startup challenge. So we get more live applicants here. And in addition, and maybe we can talk about this a little bit more, but we also do a live stream. Uh, Sheridan Media, the tech team here, 
does an amazing job with a live stream of the program. And so we are able to extend audience choice to people that cannot attend in person, but do view the uh, competition online. And so uh, the audience choice is a, a way for people that are interested in the challenge, interested in entrepreneurship to uh, tune in and be able to cast a vote for their favorite business plan. And I think another great point about that is not only can you attend the pitch night, but if you can't make it, you can stream it on SheridanMedia.com. And as you're sitting there, you get to see these brilliant entrepreneurs that are right here in Sheridan. Uh, and maybe even someone that you know, you know, has got a great idea that they never told anybody about. And here they are up on stage getting ready to try and win some money. Now, can you give us a quick rundown of uh, who this year's Startup Challenge finalists are? You bet. I am happy to mention them because they've all worked very, very hard and they deserve the recognition. So real quickly, um, the first one uh, is Anna Bailey. She has a an app that she's uh, titled Ixnay, which is um, an app that will provide sort of on-the-spot information about food content and be able to flag users of any ingredients that are harmful or not preferred for consumption. So if you're shopping in the grocery store and you want to do a scan of the barcode, there's a lot of information about the ingredients of the product that you're considering buying. And if you have a food allergy or if you just have an aversion to some of the increasing number of chemicals that are, are in our food, uh, this app will be developed to basically provide people with informed decisions when they're making uh, grocery choices. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So that's one. Uh, we have Bighorn Records. Uh, that's Sean Day. So Sean uh, actually started this earlier this year. He has landed... His first act as a record label is Tris Munsick and the Innocents. And so Sean endeavors to be able to sign up a number of Wyoming-based artists that really don't have a lot of access to record labels that can help promote their music, promote events. And so Sean is really, really, he's an accomplished musician, has been in this business a long time, and he has a heart for really helping these Wyoming artists get going. And so that's one that's been going. It's in the very early stages. It's eligible for the challenge, and Sean Saab made it all the way to the final. So he's one more. I think that's absolutely incredible. You know, really, uh, <laughs> I, could, I can envision one day Sheridan kind of be in the region's own little Nashville. I think that would be amazing. Uh, you know, and even, even looking at the Wyo Theater as uh, kind of their own little Opry. Now, uh, what's our next one? So the next one is uh, Pilot Project Solutions. This is Brett Noker, and he has um, gotten into a group that is developing and deploying a waste-to-product operation that will convert plastic and municipal waste to valuable carbon products such as graphite or graphene. And so basically what he wants to do is set up an operation at a landfill. He has spoken to the local Sheridan folks about the possibility of doing it here and they will set up an operation. It's a uh, microwave system that will basically uh, incinerate the uh, recycled plastic to uh, a, a level that will actually be able to produce uh, carbon-based products like graphite. Oh and my so goodness. this is really high tech. And apparently there are um, early indications that this works in Europe. And this would be one of the first uh, testing of these, uh, this particular technology over here in the States. And wouldn't it be great if Sheridan would be on the leading edge of something like that? So Brett, very ambitious guy. He's a chemist by background, understands all the properties of the, the um, elements that come out of 
this type of activity, and he should be a, a great representative of uh, that idea at pitch night. And I think that's going to be a great pitch to see, just to try and understand the science behind this uh, as, as you know, he gets up there and explains a, a bit of the chemistry to us. Who's our last one? We have two more, actually. Two more. So, yeah. So, uh, the fourth one is um, Not Found Bot. It's uh, Travis Todd. So, Travis Todd is a local entrepreneur. He has been very successful in launching a previous company called Full Contact that ultimately grew to 250 people. Oh, wow. And so, he is at it again. Uh, He has found that um, there might be an uh, an opportunity to use AI-powered redirection to assist e-commerce internet users experiencing 404 not found errors. So if you do a web search and you type one character wrong, you will get something called a 404 error. Basically, uh, page not found. Uh, We don't know what you're looking for because the web address isn't correct. And so what they're going to do is they're going to use some uh, AI um, activity to see if they can redirect people that might suggest something that they were looking for, or they actually will have um, a, a bot pop up and will be able to, um, you know, say, hey, can I help you find this or that? And so uh, this is really interesting. It's using artificial intelligence. There's a lot of buzz on, about that out uh, in the world these days. And so if they can actually find a way to redirect users, the, the runners of e-commerce websites should be able to maybe preserve some sales activity that otherwise would have gone away. Because if a person finds a page not found, oh, that must be a dead company or a dead product line. And you know what, Scott, I, I've done that in the past. I will admit guilty as charged. Uh, I'll try to look something up. If it gives me a 404, I don't automatically look and say, oh, I must have got that wrong. Maybe do a quick double check. But if I get a 404, oh, they must have closed their doors. Exactly. And instantly and we walk all away. have, yeah. you know, because you can't type in everything perfectly. And if just one character off, it'll, it'll cause this. And so it's a very interesting idea. There's a lot of e-commerce activity out there. If they can solve this problem for e-commerce businesses, it would be a tremendous breakthrough. Absolutely. And I think that's something that could catch on uh, in a big big way. Uh, now, our, now we're on to our last one. Our last one. So um, we have a local gunsmith, uh, Scott Van Dorsten. So he has Van Dorsten Custom Firearms. And so he is up and running as a gunsmith, but he is a very innovative individual. And he has designed a scout rifle scope mount that can be used to convert a bold action rifle to a scout rifle. And then he's also got an accessory that will... Uh, contain a spare magazine that can fit into the contours of a rifle stock, uh, the, the butt of a rifle stock. So, um, <laughs> so he is a very ambitious guy. He en- envisions rising up from gunsmith level to a full-fledged company making firearm accessories. The Scout Rifle is a very interesting concept. It's a smaller gun with a forward-mounted scope that actually has multiple uses. It's a very versatile rifle. And one of the things he's going to do on pitch night is educate people on what that is. Uh, It's a concept that has existed for a long time. It's not that popular, but there are definite advantages to people using this. And so if he can convert, you know, bolt action rifles to scout rifles, he believes that he'll have a great business to start. And then he's got a number of ideas that uh, he wants to introduce into his business. So very, very interesting. 
That's amazing. Now, now I've only got about four minutes left. What are the winners gonna gonna walk away with if if they win pitch night? Yep. So each of the five will present their plans at pitch night. Uh, the judges will have the opportunity to ask questions at the conclusion of the uh, program. Uh, the audience will be excused. The in-person audience will be excused to a reception that we have. The judges will deliberate. 20 to 30 minutes on the three winners and the winners will be announced at the reception. Each of the three that win will immediately get a $5,000 cash award. And then we expect them to continue development of their plans for the next two and a half, three months. And then towards the end of January, we'll have what's called a seed fund review where the balance of the fund, the hundred thousand dollar fund will be distributed based on the specific needs that the three winners bring in. And so it's not just, divided one-third, one-third, one-third. It's really based on their progress on their plans and then the specific things that the judges could fund that would help them get their plans that much fa- farther along. And and as, as well, on top of the money, they also have your resources down at Impact 307. I mean, they can really sit with you guys, uh, experienced, knowledgeable individuals who know how to get a company going and how to keep that company going. And that, in my opinion, is probably worth more than the money. Yeah. You know, in starting up a business, there's so many facets. And so we continue to work with them on a regular basis and we'll help fill out their business plans. We will find them additional resources. Sometimes they go for venture capital funding or angel funding. So we will help them prepare a pitch for that. And so, yeah, we continue to work with them throughout the year. And the two that don't win, we continue to work with them as well as anyone else that uh, needs to have business advisory services for developing an entrepreneurial uh, business. Now, how can interested people find out more about Impact 307? If they're, if someone out there is listening right now and they're like, you know what, I got this idea. I didn't get in on the startup challenge this year, but I do want to take my first step. You bet. So uh, they can go to impact307.org. That explains our whole program. It explains all the locations we have, where to reach out, uh, the specific people you can reach out to. So locally, you obviously will reach out to me. Um, You can call me at the office 307-675-1939. And I would be happy to, um, to chat with you, to make an appointment, to have you come in. And uh, we will definitely figure out the best way to get you going. If it's not a business that we typically incubate, I will find resources for you. So anyone that wants to start a business out there can come through our program. I will meet with everybody at least once. And folks, pitch night, it's going to begin at 5.30 p.m. November 1st at the Historic Y.O. Theater. This is free and open to the public. You're encouraged to attend. And if you can't make it, We're going to stream it on SheridanMedia.com. Scott, I want to thank you for coming in this morning, my friend. Uh, It's it's great to be a part of this entire challenge every year. We really appreciate the uh, support that we get from Sheridan Media, the live stream and Public Pulse. It's been wonderful to promote everything. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE at 103.9 FM. Sheridan. Boy, thank you. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media as part of their community commitment 
Unleashed Foundation is receiving these funds for random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. McDonald's restaurants in Sharon have the opportunity you've been waiting for. They're looking for enthusiastic open and closer crew members starting at an impressive $17 per hour. At McDonald's, Larry Starrow and the crew are all about helping you reach your goals. Open and closer crew members are the heart and soul of McDonald's success. Ready to join the fun starting at $17 per hour? Go online to myhire.com or stop by any Sheridan McDonald's location to pick up an application. She's a member of the North American Country Music Association International Hall of Fame and one of the most recognized voices in country music. Black coffee, blue morning, toast is burning and the rain keeps pouring. That feeling, I'm losing you. Friday, November 3rd at 7 p.m. Join friends and family for an acoustic evening with Lacey J. Dalton at Sheridan's Wild Theater. Oh, but then one night in some empty room where no curtains ever hung, like a miracle. Tickets available now at the Wild Theater box office or online at wildtheater.com. Lacey J. Dalton at the Wild Theater, 7 p.m., Friday, November 3rd. And then for a while they'll go in style on 16th Avenue. Hey Sheridan, this is Brad Walden with the MV Mind Health Nonprofit, reminding you to reserve your spot at the Galley event following the Veterans Day Monster Mash. An impossible 211-mile journey former Navy SEALs, Special Forces, and professional athletes will undertake. All proceeds go to treat TBI and PTSD for first responders and veterans. You can make a difference by attending the gala Saturday, November 11th at the Sheridan Inn. 200 per ticket or 1,500 per table of eight. Call me, Brad Walden, 307-461-0416 to reserve your spot. Dress up your pet. Take a photo and enter it in the Petoween Photo Contest on SheridanMedia.com. You'll have a chance to win $200 in prizes from Mandy Coltisco at Century 21 BHJ Realty and Shipton's Big R. You can enter one time each day through November 2nd. So enter more than one pet and more than one time. Winner is by most votes. Petoween, presented by Shipton's Big R and Mandy Coltisco with Century 21 BHJ Realty. Enter now at SheridanMedia.com. It's time for the Primary Scare Trick-or-Treat and Haunted House. Join us on Friday, October 27th from 6 to 8 p.m. for a spooktacular time. We'll have trick-or-treating for all ages and a haunted house for those 13 and over or with an adult. It's free to the public and donations to the National Leukemia Foundation are welcome at the door. It's a family night of fun and fright, Friday, October 27th, 6 p.m. at Sheridan Memorial Hospital Primary Care, 61 South Gould Street in downtown Sheridan. From the Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM. 